1: Welcome to No Filler, Travis here with Quentin and this is a quick introduction uh explanation if you will. A couple of weeks ago, you know, we were all we were all talk over here about how we were going to roll out our year-end episodes
2: mm-hmm. kicking off
1: December with part 1 of our best of 2022, right? That didn't happen obviously because you guys had a rewind episode in your feeds last week, which a uh, great episode, Cranberries. Yeah, I thought that Glad was a we were able to, to, to drop yeah. it this month. Yeah, exactly. So, you're about to hear what was supposed to come out last week, but there was some um, some life events that got in the way, I guess, if you want to call them that Q. I I would call it that. Yes. Yeah. So, I lost my cat of 17 years. Her name was Sloane. You may have heard her in the background of of, of an episode. She was a sweetheart, man, a real sweetheart. And dude,
0: you had her as ba- as far back as when I moved. I was living with you, and I was crashing at your place. Think about that, man. She was there.
1: Uh, I think I think I had her for seventeen years. I've been saying seventeen, eighteen years because yeah, it was That's our, a long time, dude. A long time. It was our first apartment that when I got. Were you, so you were you were still living in that apartment with me? Yeah, I remember her. got her, okay. her being there. so 17 18 years but yeah anyway she had uh some sort of some sort of bone cancer is what it ended up being so we took her in for what we thought was like a broken leg kind of thing and you know some x-rays later revealed that it was more nefarious than that q so we decided to to end the suffering and, and not prolong the um the pain and the stress and all that stuff. Because she, yeah. you know, she hated hospitals, doctor visits, yeah, medicine. You, you get,
0: yeah, y'all did the right thing. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the podcast, but I I used to be a vet tech. So I'm all too familiar with that whole process.
1: Yeah, you've heard that story before. Probably.
0: Yeah, it's a difficult decision, but you you, know, you guys you guys definitely did the right thing.
1: It, yeah, when, when they presented the alternatives, it's like any other option would have been just selfish on our part. You know what I mean? It's just trying to keep her around for me, you know?
0: Yeah, and we had a lot of clients where I just, like, I wish we could be that direct with him. Frank with him,
1: yeah. Yes, yeah. So that's, you know, that's why. And so we figured to keep us on track, this is going to be a two-episode week, which means you're about to hear part one, which was supposed to come out last week. Uh, And then you'll get a second episode Mm, probably Wednesday or Thursday, which will be part two, which is what we're about to record right now uh, to give you a peek behind the curtain. All right. So that's that. We just wanted to, uh, you know, give you a little, um, give you a little explanation here as to, as to what happened last week. Uh, and yeah, so now we're going to, we're, we're going to get back on track here. Uh, you're about to hear part one, like I just said, and yeah. And then, you know, check your, check your feeds in a few days and you'll have part two, of our best of 2022 all right q i'm going to cue that up we will see you guys on the flip-flop and welcome back to no filler the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records my name is Travis We've got my brother Quentin with me again and this is part 1 of our best of 2022 episodes every week this month we're going to be bringing five tracks each as we count down cue to our to our top 5 each of uh, of the year
0: I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, dude, it, it's probably going to be damn near impossible for me to to really have a top five. From week to week, I'm just going to be kind of bouncing off of your songs, you know, and maybe try to have a nice flow going. I do have five artists in mind that I think deserve to be considered like my top of the top artists okay. or albums, I guess I would say, from ar- from particular artists. So I'm gonna try to save those for for week four, yeah. but yeah, it's gonna be tough, dude.
1: I'm kind of the same I mean I have I have my five picked out as my my favorite and then I've got just a bunch of others that I'm just gonna be you know sprinkling kind of from week to week and I might do the same like just bounce off of whatever track you're playing right yeah but yeah I still haven't I still haven't narrowed it down to to 20 right because it's gonna be 20 tracks each. Oh, I still man. don't have my, my completed list, but I I'm have a
0: long it. ass playlist of, you know, favorite tracks from this year, but I need to go through just the saved albums that yeah. I have and just, you know, sniff around for more albums from this year that maybe didn't make it on my, you know, running playlist and just mm-hmm. give them another listen. Cause and dude and like i need to go back and listen to some of these albums all the way through because there are so many great albums that came out from from artists that i fell in love with rather recently through no filler and they just dropped killer albums this year you know so like it's hard for me to even pick one song from that album so i'm going to have to go back and spend some time with with these albums before I really narrow it down to my favorite five. But for those of you who are joining us for the first time, this is No Filler Podcast. What we usually do is pick an album or pick an artist, and sometimes we'll play multiple albums from that artist, and play our favorite non-singles from that album. And once a month, we do what is called our What You Heard episode, where we each bring five songs to the table of just songs we've heard in between our recordings throughout that month. And that's kind of what this format is for our best of for each year, you know, but we bring songs that we fell in love with over the year. So that's what this is today. It's basically all songs considered, you know, NPR. That's what this is. And I'm excited, dude. Christmas comes early every year, you know, cause this is my favorite, my favorite part of, of the show
1: yeah this is yeah, no, this I love is it. yeah, this is great, man. This has been I don't know three, four years in a row, maybe that we've done something like this, yeah, and yeah, it's just fun because um it's just the most music heavy like that we get, right? I mean, happens once a month with our what you heard format, but this is back to back to back to back, ten tracks each episode, ten different artists each episode like you said christmas comes early right and this is we're recording this on december 1st so you know this really is That's we're right. kicking off december with uh this first episode so yeah it's uh, you know in the style of uh you know I, I guess a rapid fire style you could say uh so yeah these will come at you fast we we won't give too much on the artist itself uh you know but we'll you know we'll give you a little background and then we'll play the track and then we'll move on you know It's just a lot of music coming at you. And I think you're kicking us off. Is that right, Q?
0: I'm kicking us off. And I thought I would kick us off with a banger. So I'm jumping right into Animal Collective, dude. Ooh, okay. Because, you know, this band is no stranger to this pod. It's no secret that I'm a huge Animal Collective fan. Uh, It must have been 06-ish that I first got into them. I've been a huge fan ever since. Sung Tongs was my first introduction to them. No, actually, I think it was Feels. Yeah, I heard Feels first. Anyways, they dropped a new album this year, and it was early, early on, and very beginning of February. Some I have two or three songs from this album. You know what? I think Animal Collective was the first, like, when I thought, you know what, I should go ahead and start on my Best of 2022 playlist. They were the first ones on the list, dude.
1: Did you bring a track from this record for what you heard, or is this...
0: Yes, we did one of these songs as like an intro for our "What You Heard," so th- okay. that's kind of what we did this past year with our watches. I we may have done it the year before. We were we would intro our "What You Heard" songs mm-hmm. with whatever the latest single was from an artist that we loved. Yeah, and this yeah. made the cut. Man, you know what? I wish. I don't remember what the song is, so I'm hoping that it's not the same song I'm bringing right now. But uh, I did give myself a pass on singles for these best ofs. I might be bringing some singles from these artists. Please forgive me. So, I don't think Animal Collective needs an introduction. No. I bet most of the people that listen to this podcast are fans. So, let's just jump right into it, dude. Uh, so, I'm going to play the first song on Timeskiff's. This song is called Dragonslayer. Slayer.
1: I don't think there'll ever be a band like Animal Collective ever. They are one in a million, you know.
0: The only way to describe Animal Collective is to—you can't. You just say it's Animal. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. They're just so <laughs> um, yeah, unmatched with like like no nobody, nobody can hold a candle to their experimentation and like vocal play and like harmonizing and the way that they they use their Really, just the way that they use their voices is just what makes them so great and so unique and so enjoyable to listen to, and like his lyrics too. I've always loved his lyrics. I think we talked about that when we did the Panda Bear episode, and probably when we did the Animal Collective episode, because I know we've done at least at least one or two Animal Collective episodes.
0: We did Sung Tongues. I believe. We did Merryweather,
1: right? And I think, and I know and we did. And then we Bear.
0: did, and then we did, yeah. Uh, person pitch with Josh, right? The first time I heard Sung Tongs, uh, which is one of their early albums, immediately I thought like I've, I've said this on I've said this on on the pod before, but if you're you know in the thick of the jungle <laughs> and you find yourself chopping through the thick of it, and you find you you stumble upon like a uh, indigenous tribe and you find their way to their music circle. This is what they're gonna be making, dude. Like, I, I just makes me think of like,
1: yeah. Well, and that's
0: ancestral music. I
1: think that's yeah, and that's part of, part of what they're going for, right? I mean, isn't that why they're called Animal Collective? Because like,
0: well, they used to wear animal masks.
1: Oh, Well, there you go. When they played,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> like cheap plastic animal masks. Yeah, and their name matches that twisted musical language perfectly, and it's Animal Collective.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and what's funny about this record is that this this sounds like a evolved, like this this sounds like the natural progression of Animal Collective, you know what I mean? It sounds more sophisticated, more mature, I guess, but it's still Animal Collective, yeah. right?
0: What I like about this one is, you know, there was there was this sort of progression from like Sung Tong's on, I'd say. Each album got a little bit more melodic in a way, like in more almost structured, if you can call it that, mm-hmm. with Animal Collective. Merriweather Post Pavilion being the most like dance, danceable, you know? And and then they just for a few years, I mean, shit, Merriweather came out in 2009. For a while after that, they went heavy uh, experimental and weird and noise heavy. And then Time Skiffs feels more like uh, coming back to what they did with Merriweather, which I like a lot. You know, I, I like that. The more um, structured, melodic kind of stuff, like what you heard on on Merriweather, it's not so like jarring. Drawing, the drawing is what I fell in love with, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like this coming back to kind of that dancey kind of stuff that they did on Merryweather. It's a fantastic album, of course it is. Um, and yeah, dude, it's, it was already like a no-brainer. This one's this album's making it on my best of 2022 and so i decided to play him first that was again dragon slayer off of animal collectives time skiffs and i'm gonna pass it to you brother which is gonna be your first one
1: all right so for my first pick q i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna be quick with this one because there's not much on this guy but we have you have heard his music before on the pod if you if you have listened this year to our What You Heard's. Uh, but I brought a, I believe I brought a track from one of his side projects. So this is a Ukrainian ambient producer, dream punk producer, I guess is the proper genre, which is, you know, kind of an offshoot of Vaporwave and Chillwave. Not really Chillwave, more Vaporwave offshoot, the more darker side of of, um, of Vaporwave. But he goes with the name CMD094. Uh, but he also collaborates with a, another producer named Panta Ray, uh under the name Kuro Ame. And I want to say I brought a track of theirs this year for what you heard. But anyway, uh, he put out this record called Aria. And I don't know if it's attached to a video game or not. But, it, you know, it's got this pixel art cover which makes it feel like it's for some indie game or something like that. But it might just be the style of the 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 sort of like the the theme of this record and like the story that's being told with this record. And it's got kind of a video game kind of soundtrack vibe to it, which you know I love. So anyway, this song is off of CMD 094's record titled Aria. The name of the track is Hard Breath. Here we go.
0: can always rely on you to remind me what I'm missing out on <laughs> when I don't give music like this more of a deep dive.
1: Oh, this is my bread and my butter dude.
0: Now, is that would that be considered I mean, I could I could say 8 bit, right? Or chip tune.
1: The thing about chip tune, I feel like the term chip tune to me uh is like this is beyond that even because it's mixing in more than just that straight up, just chiptune sort of like onslaught of like chippiness. But I mean, yeah, it's in the same general category. I was reminded of
0: Disaster which is yeah. a, an artist that I think we both fell in love with. Oh, yeah. And that, that artist was the first that I really, the first artist, you know, that I heard and realized, like, oh, you can do a lot with this yeah. kind of music. Yeah. And I mean, and you can do. Yeah. Since
1: you mentioned it, I mean, Disaster has gone on to. To, to do all sorts of movie soundtracks. He's kind of exploded. He did It Follows in twenty fifteen, but this year he's he he did Marcel the Shell with shoes on. actually I let, let me say the full name. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which is a um A twenty four film that looks really interesting. Um and then he did Bodies what Bodies Bodies. Huh?
0: What does A twenty four mean? Oh it's I a, just heard I just heard that the other day it's a
1: studio um that has okay. done a ton of great uh kind of like i guess you could almost call them like art house um okay sort of like um indie films right no. but i mean yeah because i read a head i had i read a headline today actually
0: um i don't know his name off the top of my head but the the main actor the star in the bear that show that we both filmed in love with mm-hmm He's he he's gonna be on an twenty four The headline read that he he had gotten he's been approached to do like two or three a twenty four films. Since yeah, okay, that's the bear. Came that's out. great. Yeah, but yeah, a twenty four. I think
1: like notable, notable films, no, notable films that you probably would know of is um everything, everywhere, all at once. That was an a twenty four film.
0: Mm-hmm. Still haven't seen it, but I've it's heard great, good man.
1: Um, yeah, Hereditary, The Lighthouse, Midsommar. A lot of horror films, like uh, this is more like, uh, you know, they call them like, uh, um, sophis- more sophisticated horror, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, but you know, they also did stuff like uh, I'm trying to think of what Lady Bird. you ever see Ladybird? Bird? No. Like the Florida Project. No, nope. I watch a lot of movies, Q. I think that's what it. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, Q. There's a whole world of, of stuff like this out there, dude. And besides, you know, obviously, there's actual video game soundtracks that still sound like this. But then there's artists like like this guy CMD094, where they just they just make music that that gives you this kind of um, th- this vibe, right? This like it puts you in this sort of like it's it's like it's like listening to a video game. It's almost hypnagogic in the sense that, like, because it uses and approaches music in the same way that video game composers from the 90s, 80s and 90s, like the equipment that they use to make video games, it evokes that same memory, (laughs) you know, even if you never – it's not a game you played. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I love this kind of music, obviously.
4: Yeah,
0: that's great, man. That oh, was great. The whole
1: the whole soundtrack is like that. And I call it a soundtrack. It's not a soundtrack, um, but the whole album is like that. So again, it's called Aria. Um, check it out by CMD zero nine four, and I'm gonna throw it back to you, Q. Now we were saying we were gonna be rapid firing, and we're just over here just yapping our brains out. So,
0: well, let's let's time, dude. Let's do it. All right, this artist was brought to my attention from uh, one of our. I'd call him a dear listener, Kenneth Fugati. Uh, he's brought us i mean he shares music with us all the time earlier this year he brought up this uh album that came out earlier this year called Painless by an artist named Nalufer Yanya that's how you pronounce that uh and man i was blown away by by this album i don't know anything about this artist so this was all brand new to me like her singing style this is one of those artists and sounds that i can't really describe right so let's just fucking jump right into it uh it came out in march of this year so i'm gonna bring my favorite off the record uh it's track two this song is called l slash r
5: So Sometimes it feels like you're so.
1: As can be. I don't want to say AF because, you know.
0: You can say that on here. You, that's, that's a lot. lot.
1: I know it is, but, you know, I feel like I use that too much. It's catchy as all get out, which just.
0: That's even worse. I know. You're right. You know what? But
1: Let me say it again. It's catchy AF. It's hard not to bob your head along to that. And, like, I love the the lyrics. I was, I was following along with the lyrics, and, you know, how certain. We've said this about. Brit Daniel before but there are certain lyricists who know how to put words together in a catchy AF way you and i think <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> I don't know it's how the to, cadence man. yeah the cadence like, yeah it's
0: really unique yes it's, yeah there you it's, go it, it it you you can't help but pay attention exactly the whole time. yes thank you and that's the whole album dude like it's so different you know it's really really fresh right yeah <laughs> and that's a cheesy that's i don't like that no that's
1: good though it is that fresh. term but it's fresh it's good man. it's good it's
0: different and i i wouldn't be surprised if this album makes it on a lot of a lot of best uh, ofs best ofs from this year yeah. yeah
1: well we've said it over and over again dude like this is uh there's a lot of great a lot of great female artists out there putting on music right now Doing really unique things.
0: Most of my list is, I and mean, that was the case for last year too. Yeah, man.
1: doing really, really different and unique things with with uh, with indie rock, dream pop, you yeah. Know, shoegaze. Yeah. This is a great time for indie music, man. Great time. Definitely. So
0: again, that was L slash R, left, right, from Nalufer Yanya's album Painless. Uh, thank you again, Ken, for the tunes, man. And keep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Really appreciate you. All right, Trev, pass it to you. What's track number two?
1: Track number two for me. For you. Four for the listener. Um, Okay, well, this is not, not an obscure um, group of musicians uh, whatsoever. Uh, but... It's hard not to uh, hard not to talk about this record. So this band, they're called The Smile, and it is a super group, if you will, consisting of Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, which we mentioned earlier, which is kind of funny, um, of Radiohead. I haven't listened to this yet, man. There's some great stuff on here. Now, I, I did bring a What You Heard, one of their singles from earlier this year.
0: I see that Nigel Godrich is the producer. Of course
1: he is. And that's, of course, know. what makes it great. Of course. You you spilled my beans, dude. I was going to say that later. My bad. I'm sorry. I just got too excited. <laughs> but yeah, of course, Nigel Godrich is a producer, right? Um, but yeah, they, they put out a couple singles earlier this year, and then they put out the full full length uh, called A Light for Attracting Attention. And I mean, what more do you need to, to know, right? The drummer on the record is not Philip Selway of Radiohead. They brought in this guy named Tom Skinner who is known as the drummer for this jazz band called the Sons of Kemet. So there you go. They brought a jazz drummer into the mix here. But uh, I'll just say this. The band incorporates elements of post-punk progressive rock Afrobeat and electronic music.
0: Oh, you know what, dude? I have heard at least one song from them, and I remember right off... Maybe you brought it as what you heard, but the bass lines and the feel, it was very Krongbin, which I was... Yes, I remember Not that. Not expecting yeah, it, and I was it, delighted to hear it. Yeah,
1: that song was called "The Smoke," and that was one of the singles. So yeah. I, I am playing another track off of the record. So here we go. This song is called "Waving a White Flag." <laughs>
0: It kind of feels like if Mart Garson joined Radiohead.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. That's funny because that's exactly what I was thinking. Like that, that 70s soft Classic. synth sound. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, or, or even John Carpenter, you know. Yeah. That long kind of intro had almost like a, like a classical composition kind of vibe to it, you know, like a and stuff like that. Greenwood and Tom York both have done movie soundtracks before, so like you know they're they're used to writing like cinematic compositions, right? And that kind of had that kind of quality to it. And I love how the drummer just kind of snuck in there toward the right before the the chorus or toward the end of that first verse. I mean that that didn't really have a, a traditional like verse chorus structure to it, but um, yeah, it's great, right? Of course, it's going to be great. You know, Tom York is. And will always be like one of my favorite singers of all time. Like his voice is just so compelling. It's just so beautiful, you know.
0: Oh yeah, dude. No one like Tom York.
1: Yeah, in the same. And yeah, there never will be. No, there never will.
0: You know, yep. along the same lines as Animal Collective. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. He's one of the best best musicians of of, of our lifetime, certainly. Uh, anyway, so that was the smile. It goes without saying that it's an amazing record. Uh, check it out if you're a Radiohead fan. It's kind of a must listen, right? But yeah, that record is called A Light for Attracting Attention. And I'm going to throw it back to you, Q. What do you got for us?
0: All right. Well, I wasn't sure when I was going to play this one, but when you mentioned Tom Skinner being uh, in, a, in a jazz group, I figured what better time than now. So this is a group called EB Soda. Maybe it's Ebi Soda. I don't know. But it's a jazz funk quintet from Brighton. Bring in some jazz, dude. Bring in jazz. I feel like there's not enough of it on this pod. And according to Spotify and their little bio, I love this dude. It says, Ebby make that music, man, with the sounds in that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, wh- there's nothing else to say to that. That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> no, as it dude, is. I know. Nothing else needs to be said. <laughs>
0: nope. So this album came out, Uh, back in april it's called honk if you're sad and man this is this is the kind of jazz uh, for me i think i've brought this up before Mm -hmm. with jazz it's like i either i can't stand it Mm -hmm. or i freaking love it and there's not a lot of jazz music that i really get into yeah
1: um but but when it hits it's perfect
0: when it hits it's perfect. it's one of those albums there's nothing better Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So this is track four off the record. The song is called Soft Ping. The top of 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 the
4: the top of 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 the
1: Yeah, I uh, hit the spot, Q.
0: Hit it real nice, dude. Real nice. And it
1: just kept on hitting it. Uh, great drums, great bass, Um, which, you know, you got to have those two things for, for a good jazz song, right?
0: Yeah, th- these, this band reminds me a lot of Snarky Puppy, which is one of my favorite jazz groups.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, modern jazz groups, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah, man, the whole album's just a, a really fun listen. Hit you right in the right, right in the right, right in the right, right, yeah, right in the right. Well, I don't know what that means. It just, it
1: it, just I came mean, out. it makes sense. Right in the fields, dude. Right, right in the, in the field, feels. yeah, it works. Well, here we go. Q. Um I am switching up my planned track list for today because oh, we're
0: going right into it, dude. We're jumping right into the next. Yeah, one. we like are. That. We are.
1: I like that because I have another jazz song that I was going to play either next week or the week after, but I feel like we got to we gotta stick we gotta stay jazzy right now. Sure. We got to keep rolling Let's with it. it. So, of course, this band was going to show up on this list because they put out new music this year. They were on last year's Best Of. I'm talking about Mr. Twin Sister Q.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned them dropping a, a record soon. That was like a month ago.
1: And if you didn't know this then you haven't listened to our episode on Mr. Twin sister uh, or the many times I've talked about them. They are probably one of the most like talented group of like indie musicians like that, that just happen to like find each other and make music together. They, they do jazz. Like, you know, we saw them live Q you and I saw them live. And then I saw them live with my wife a few years ago. and, Yeah, this is not a surprise to anybody who listens to their music. They will throw on the occasional saxophone and stuff like that, like just into their songs, right? Well, anyway, they put out this record. They kind of just snuck it out. It just kind of came out of nowhere. It's a little EP called Upright and Even. And it essentially, it's songs that came out of the same sessions as last year's record that they put out, "Al Mundo Azul. And here is the perfect description of this record uh, from the band themselves. This is a quote. They said with that record referring to last year's record, we were very absorbed with the idea of making something that sounded like a hot afternoon in a crowded place. Upright, which is this new EP sounds like nighttime after the shops have closed. Ooh, I like that. And this song is that sentiment. Exactly. Nighttime, shops have closed. And this is just, again, this is a, for the most part, like electronic, dancey, indie pop band, right? That used to make dream pop songs way back in the 2010s, right? And they're always experimenting and always evolving with their sound. And yeah, this is just a straight jazz song and it's amazing. So here we go. This is the title track off the EP. So again, this song is called Upright and even.
0: So I had zoned out when you were reading up on this leading up to you playing the song. Did I forgot that we were listening to a twin sister song
1: <laughs> because <laughs> I know, how right?
0: different it is. Yeah. But man, that was awesome.
1: I mean, and that the song's halfway over like it. Right. It's 8 minutes long. Is there any uh, I had uh, to let it play out. Any uh, vocals? Vocals, yeah, on that song. No. No.
0: And uh, forgive me, because I did zone out, dude. Is is there a full album out
1: yet? There's a. It's an EP. Okay. So So, um, yeah, this is literally just a like a collection of songs that didn't make it onto last year's record that they just kept kind of working on because it didn't fit the overall vibe that they were going for. Gotcha. So they just kind of put them aside, and they came up with a collection of songs that that have this kind of different vibe now. Upright and Even is the only one that's just straight jazz, very moody kind of song. Uh, There's a a pretty dancey song on here, but uh, I guess they just were kind of the leftover tunes from last year's record. But here's a quote just to kind of explain this really well from the band. Upright and Even is disoriented and ambiguous lounge music. We wanted to play the conventions of a faux jazz quartet and then smear that image, and I think that's perfect, man. Yeah, that's you hear great. these things that happen every once in a while in the song that kind of feel electronic almost.
0: A faux jazz quartet—that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but this is why I love these guys, man. They—they they are always reinventing themselves. They are able to, and you know, a a band that can make a song like that—the fact, you know, they take those types of elements of like true jazz and like, you know. All that stuff, and they incorporate them into their poppy, dancey, electronic, indie, kind of avant-garde music, right? So, like, these guys are bona fide musicians, right?
0: Masters of their you can't
1: craft, make a song yeah. like that if yeah, exactly. And so that's why their music is always so interesting and compelling. And not to mention, you didn't, it wasn't showcased here, but uh, the singer Andrea Estrella or Andrea Estella is one of my favorite singers of, Same of here, the dude. last decade. She's so great.
0: Yeah, and similar to what you know, what I had read about Animal Collective, Mister Twin Sister has also like crafted their own unique musical language. Like, there's no one. Yeah, like Mister right. Twin Sister.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And that's why they make it to our best of consistently
0: the yeah. year list. I mean, I think they made it last year as well, or it may have been the year before.
1: If they put out something in 2020, they did. Basically, any year they put out something new they 're probably going to find their way onto uh onto our best of list you know it's just it's impossible for them not to show up yeah because uh, I just I love everything about them they're one of my favorite favorite groups uh hands down of all time well they go here so now I mean we're gonna have to pivot I think from here because we've probably exhausted our jazz for for 2022 where are you gonna take us because I've got a 180 in the in in the chamber dude ready to go
0: oh dude I've got a 180 yeah, I'm bringing, okay. I'm bringing the first one of the night. Good. Uh, yeah. So, dude, and the, you're going to fucking love this, dude. Love it.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm ready, dude.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, this album just came out this this month, or last month in November. Uh, have you heard of a group called Fleshwater? Fleshwater. Say that again.
1: Yes, dude. They're, oh, my God. Let's see if this is the same. This is going to be one of my top five. Are you about to play Closet?
0: No, I'm going to play another one.
1: Okay, well, then maybe we'll have two songs on here from Fleshwater. Because I actually had <laughs> I had a couple of songs from Fleshwater. Yeah, this, nice. this record's amazing.
0: Yeah, dude. So uh, And you
1: probably love it the same reason I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the album is called We're Not Here to Be Loved. Uh, and there's a great write-up on Pitchfork about this group. Uh, I love this first line here. It says, We're suddenly in a world... Where every hardcore band can emulate the styles and sounds that only the most privileged of their ninety of their nineteen nineties forebearers could afford.
1: Yeah. I think I read the same the same article actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's it's this is kind of like a, a mesh uh of of mishmash of uh members from other groups um that are all the kind of like this more hardcore metal scene, you know, that these these guys were a part of. And they joined together to do a side product, project called Fleshwater back in 2020, and they dropped a demo called Demo 2020. And reading on with this Pitchfork uh, article, it says, The demo definitely had songs, hooky, kinetic compositions that went far beyond snoozy, quote, hardcore band goes shoegaze stereotypes. But it lacked the crisp precision that the style demands. So then they dropped this album, We're Not Here to Be Loved, they, and they brought in an, another guitarist to join the group, and that's when things just kind of cemented for them. So, again, this album is called We're Not Here to Be Loved by a group called, called Fleshwater. It's a hardcore group that turned shoegaze, dude, but they freaking are nailing it, man. This is track three off the record. This song is called The Razor's Apple. What's going on?
1: I was prepared to talk about this song in three weeks <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that wasn't this was, the song i was play.
1: actually was it uh yes it was actually. okay <laughs> i was gonna play well here we go I, I was actually gonna play closet and let it lead into uh-huh. razor's apple i was gonna have two songs okay. so in three weeks we're gonna hear another track off this record because i'll play closet in three weeks i think yeah, it's yeah, worth was, it man
0: to play it to bring two yeah tracks i think so too. from this album because
1: yeah i mean that was my plan <laughs> but no no um well, what I love about but here, it, man, but here's a good thing. Yeah, go ahead.
0: What I love about it, dude, this is like, it reminds me of early two thousands hardcore, like yes. um, the Mars Volta or Coheed and Cambria.
1: What I hear is like a hint of some two thousands era emo music too. Right. There's a but little then bit That's, of emo what, that's music what I too. mean. I
0: kind of lumped them into the same, you know, hardcore emo scene yeah. from the early two thousands.
1: And you'll definitely hear that on the track that I'm going to bring, oh, yeah, in three yeah. weeks called "Closet." I love it, man. Um, where it, it has this dy- this dynamic that's very similar to and what we love about Emery's "The Week's End" record, the cleaner vocal guy. Mm-hmm. Huh, two, there's two singers, right? There's a there's a screamo dude and a clean vocal delivery dude. They do that dynamic on this record as well, with her, the main singer, and this other guy that does the screamo thing, and it, it's it's this yeah it's it's pitch perfect um 2000s era emo and hardcore and stuff like that and it's great yeah it's just i mean the the pitchfork article like like yeah it's it's spot on and i've i've heard that same sentiment about you know all the other bands we've talked about this year indie bands these days have purchased all the right guitar pedals and the right amps and and got their 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 humbuckings you know to, to quote uh that dude that that quote from uh that movie extract remember that yeah.
0: you're going to love these humbuckers <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: exactly they they they're called humbuckers number one so <laughs> i don't know what those guys were doing working at a guitar store anyway uh, yeah i was i, I took my, my i took my sweet time getting getting around to my point here i got sidetracked by uh extract but yeah what pitch perfect i keep saying pitch perfect what pitchfork is saying is spot on where it's like all these bands that are making gr- the grunge, bringing the grunge sound back, right. Bringing the uh, hardcore sound back. They're doing it in a way where it's like, it's like they, they just, they were handed the formula of like, here's the guitar pedals that you need to buy. Here's the amps you need to use. Here's, you know, the, the setting on your guitar. Here's the pickup that you need to use to get this, ex- to, to literally sound exactly pitch perfect, like a, a band from the nineties. Right. And that's, That's what's happening in in indie music right now, and it's amazing, right? Yeah, dude, totally.
0: And it's coming back in all the right ways.
1: Anyway, so three weeks. Look forward to another track from them because this was one of my top five. So, anyway, all right, Q. I've got a. I was I was thinking that I wouldn't be able to play this song this week because I wouldn't be able to find a song to chain it to. But. This you may have just opened the door just a, a smidge for me to play. Well, you're welcome. You're not gonna be saying that in a second. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. But um here we go, Q. I'm sorry to do this to you, but Mashuga mm. put out a new record this year.
0: Oh God. bless American pie.
1: <laughs> now listen here, dude. Somebody in our in our group of listeners, our small group of listeners out there is as big of a metal head as I am and they're going to love this for the next 2 to 3 minutes. Will they? Everybody will? else, if you don't, yes, they will. Maybe you'll even come around too, okay? I okay. Perf- I I purposely picked a song that didn't have too much of the vocals because I know that's probably the part of this that you don't like.
0: I appreciate which that. Which
1: means there's a there's a chance here that, that you might you might like this. So anyway, Meshuggah, they are this very, very well-known, almost iconic, legendary heavy metal band from Sweden that essentially came up with this this sound, this guitar sound that that they are sort of their signature. It's called gent, D-J-E-N-T. Um, and it's a whole subgenre of metal now. Anyway, I am probably in the same boat, I think, as a lot of people, maybe, that found their way to Meshuga because of the doom 2016 video game soundtrack uh, because basically the composer Mick Gordon, who did the doom soundtrack for, in 2016 used the gent guitar technique to make one of the best like game soundtracks of all time and one of the best metal records of all time. So I was like, I like this gent stuff let me let me let me see what else we got Oh Meshuggah. they're like the ones who invented the sound. So that's how I stumbled upon these guys, and I've been a huge fan ever since then. And yeah, there's there's really no one else like him. So I'm gonna shut up because you know, cute. I know you don't really care. <laughs> I know you're gonna you're gonna hate this, but I have to do it because hey, this is uh, this is my best of 2022, and I Can and this record is great. Get this, over <laughs> with, dude. <laughs> Not nah, cute. Just you know, go into this with an open mind, right?
0: Okay, so this is this is a song that made it on your on your list of the best of the year.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right. This song, go ahead. Just, you know what? Open mind. I got an open mind. We'll see how you're feeling about it here in a second. All right. This song is called Ligature Marks. Hyped, man. You pumped?
0: I mean, I you know I enjoyed the music, dude, but like,
1: the, you can't do the vocals. I, Is I that don't, it?
0: I the li- I don't understand, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. The, what part of it do you not understand? You let me try to help.
0: I just don't. I just don't see the appeal in
1: the lyrics. the vocals.
0: Le- no, the vocals are even fine. It's the lyrics. I'm just not.
1: Oh well, all right. I don't want to hear no. about tearing
0: tearing at flesh to scar.
1: But right. well, here we go, Q. We've had this combo before. Metal is to music as horror is to movies. Right? It's the same subject matter.
0: It's just it, it it's just like it's cheesy to me, dude.
1: Well, <laughs> a lot of people would say that about horror movies, right? That like a lot of slasher horror movies are kind of cheesy, right? Especially yeah. if you think about like you know, Freddy Krueger and stuff like that.
0: Realign the weaponry of your mind. And a surgical strike. Nothing left to find. Sorry, dude.
1: I mean, dude, you want to talk about cheesy lyrics? We were just talking about 20, uh, 2000s era emo music. You want to talk about <laughs> cheesy lyrics? No, I know, but I, I don't know, man. I just, I just can't do it. Uh, I you know, I, I think it's all it's all part of the it's all part of the package. You know what I mean? That's what I like about metal. You're gonna you're gonna deal with themes, lyrical themes that you're just not gonna hear in any other genre. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, sometimes they're cheesy as hell, dude. But sometimes they're also really deep and like meaningful. I mean, maybe not this song, but I could tell you right now, dude. There's 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 Mashuga lyrics that stopped me in my tracks, man.
0: <laughs> well, I liked it, dude. I, I liked you I liked like it? Okay. what I heard otherwise.
1: Okay. even his voice i get it it's you gotta get it's an acquired taste like it ta- it's you know and that's what i've learned about metal music because back in the day i would i would skip over a, a band like this because of because of the vocals but once you've kind of listened to a few songs like that and sort of like dipped your toes in the water then you start to be like you know what the water ain't so cold or <laughs> it's nice and warm or whatever and then you start waiting around. We've talked about the kiddie pool cue. Yes, um, I've been
0: waiting around in it for years.
1: Yes, you you got your floaties on.
0: Nowhere near ready to go into the deep end.
1: I, I think you're starting to get ready, dude. You just told mm. me that you'd like that song. I didn't say that. Maybe if I didn't have the lyrics pulled up, I wouldn't have turned you off. You know what I mean? Jeez. Because you probably wouldn't have been able to hear those lyrics. Like, you probably wouldn't be able to pick them out if you just had the song playing.
0: Yeah, you're not not really doing a better job convincing me to give this any more of a listen, dude, you know what, dude, if you just don't pay attention to the lyrics, you can't understand what it's saying anyway. So just enjoy it. Go.
1: Exactly. Or listen to the doom 2016 soundtrack. Cause there's no overheads okay. at all. It's just that style of metal and more atmospheric stuff on some of the tracks. Cause it's a, it's a video game soundtrack, but I, I'm just really drawn to that, that guitar style. And I think his vocals are the perfect match for it. Anyway, if you don't like metal, I'm sorry that I put you through that. Um, but fans of metal, you know, hey. I, I got, you know, I, I'm here for you. I'll, I'll sneak it in as often as I can. But that was uh, Meshuggah. That was their 2022 release, Immutable. These guys have been around since 85. Almost as long running as Metallica. Um, speaking of, they just put out a new single too. And I got news for you. It's not as good as this. Um but Metallica is getting ready to put out an album and do this massive tour. You got to. And dude, you want to talk about a band that put out a disappointing single this year that should have stopped a long time ago, blink eight two. Oh, I don't even know why I brought it up. Dude,
0: I still haven't even listened to it. I can't. I'm not doing don't it. Don't do it. I'm you not g- don't doing do it. it.
1: Do not do it. Anyway. anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, Q.
0: Well, I got a, pla- a palate cleanser for us, dude, To for my, for my last uh, pick of the night.
1: I purposely didn't want to end with it because I also have a nice, a nice song to close this out. But what do you got Q? It has to be a 180,
0: right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I just found out that this was actually, this is actually a cover of a Yoko Ono song because I don't know anything about her music. Um, you know, and love or hate her whatever. I don't know enough about her music. I do know that this cover is fan freaking fantastic. And back in February, uh, February 18th, actually, on Yoko's 89th birthday, uh, this is a, a compilation record came out. And this was actually curated by none other than Mr. Benjamin Gibbard, Teth Cab for Cutie, mm. lead singer, uh, main guy behind that group. Uh, and he brought together bands like Deerhoof, The Flaming Lips, Sharon Van Etten, Japanese Breakfast, Jason, among others. I like Jason. I love Jason. The compilation record is called "Ocean Child: Songs of Yoko Ono." And guess who else happens to to make a pop in on this record? Who's popping? Q. A little group called Yola Tango, who I've mm. been meaning forever to get more into because mm-hmm. they're they're so intriguing to me. Uh, but a little guy by the name of David Byrne. Joins them on this song. Oh, that okay. And it's freaking great. So, again, this is a cover of a Yoko Ono song with David Byrne joining Yola Tango. This song is called Who Has Seen the Wind?
1: iconic vocalist
0: yeah dude and i really like the beach boys kind of harmonies uh-huh I, I know nothing about the actual song the original from, from yoko but what a treat dude
1: yeah that's a great great little um great little number there q and like you said a real palate cleanser after that that on onsla- i'd say
0: i'd say a much needed one
1: to your eardrums that 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 i brought with sugar but i don't know why but it's just really blowing my mind right now that yoko ono is just out there living her life (laughs) i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why dude but uh Uh, she's been she's just there dude she's just been doing yoko ono stuff for like decades. still
0: doing it man still doing it
1: is she like is she has she been putting up music or like what well, it like what because the life of yoko ono has to be interesting so like what has she been up to <laughs> because just living life man i know but like what is she doing anyway, just being yoko ono that's what i want to find out yeah i don't know dude and she she's 89 by the way she turned 89, 89. okay wow okay mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm.
1: cool cool uh well yeah all right well now i gotta decide how to end this because i have a song that was my planned final track for today Um, And I think I'll stick with it This is a good song to end us on Alright, so I think I brought this as a what you heard Shout out to Nathan uh, Nathan Forster Who's been on the show a few times now Friend of the pod He recommended this band to me And I think this record was great The band is called Magic Shop The record is called Monolake And they're just kind of like this Shoegazy Alternative rock band. Uh, That's all you really need to know. And this song is called I Feel High.
0: About to stir up the quiet beast that's been hanging out deep in the recesses of the last two years of my existence, maybe longer. What? And I'm about to want to dive. dive. <laughs> Let me just finish that. Even if that doesn't make sense, it's going to make sense when I finish this sentence. <laughs> okay. Dude, okay? Right. Remember when I only listened to psychedelic rock?
1: Yeah. Or would you call that a psychedelic track?
0: Yeah. That sixties kind of sixties pop, okay, yeah, okay. pop,
1: kind of sound. Okay, almost like a almost sitar kind of sound, almost like in the background. Yeah, okay, yeah.
0: It was because you know what I considered that a beast, a musical beast that took over my brain.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it was.
0: It was right when we started the the pod, so it must have been like twenty eighteen.
1: Every week, each of us would being one track as a watcher heard, um and. Yeah, yours was almost consistently either a psychedelic song or a song you heard on um, KXT or uh, K K not KXT. Oh, K E X whatever the local state K E X P. Yeah, it was one of the two. Darwin, shut up, dude. Or a song you you heard on you know all songs considered or whatever. But yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. psychedelic, like almost consistently. So yeah, I mean, maybe I just shoved you back into that hole, dude think you may have dude well anyway that's kind of a standout track on the record the rest of it is a little bit more more shoegazy i think but yeah you know i think it's a good song to end on it kind of has a feel-good vibe to it
0: yeah it was great dude i love it
1: i wanted to send this out send this floating now love
0: it totally
1: all right well uh, you know, I think that was a little bit longer than I expected it to be. We're sitting at an hour It um, always half is, month. man. Yeah. So we'll try to make these a little bit quicker uh, in, in, the, in the next few weeks uh, as we count down our best of 2022. So, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram if you don't already. And, hey, you know what? Just real quickly, it is the Spotify. It's that time of year, guys, for Spotify Wrapped. So you probably have looked at yours, um, if you're a Spotify user, because that's the first thing you do. This is, this is Christmas come early for me too, dude. I love, I love Spotify wrapped, but I just wanted to say thank you to the listeners out there because, uh, we saw another, um, another increase in, in, in listenership and streams, uh, and, and everything right on, on Spotify. So thank you for listening out there, um. We uh, we we were the number one podcast for 105 of you out there. So that's no handful, dude. Top ten for 518. So there you go. We're kind of giving you a peek behind the curtain here, as far as like number of listeners, fans. I guess is what they call them on Spotify, but um, I think there's more than that. But of the Uh, You know, uh, there's about a a thousand that that they sort of gave us a rundown that that we were at least uh, somewhere in the top ten for for you. So, hey, thanks, you know. That's pretty cool, right?
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Love it.
1: But anyway, thanks for listening. And we will come at you next week with our next ten tracks. And yeah, we're just going to keep this trend going. And, yeah, as always, like I said, follow us on Instagram. Just search for No Filler Podcast. We'll pop right up and yeah reach out to us hey you know i forgot to do this this year uh but maybe actually i do have a song we could play but what we wanted to do this is what we did last year if you follow us on instagram send us a message with some of your favorite tracks from this year and we'll pick a track to play as our outro from somebody you know what i mean yes if you're the only one who messages us and your song isn't complete garbage and we'll play it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> we won't tell you if we, if we don't like it. Uh, but if we do, we'll play it as an outro. So yeah, message us and we'll see about getting your song on the pod. Uh, I actually reached out to some of my coworkers cause we have like a music channel in, in our Slack where we all kind of share music. And I, I sort of open it up for submissions and i was i was telling everybody that we were doing this and could use some suggestions so i do have a song to play us out from one of my co-workers her name is Anid and she's a front-end developer just like me q anyway she recommended a song by a fella named andrew bird and i think hey. that's a name that rings a bell to yeah. me right uh and this is actually a pretty dope song So yeah, Andrew Bird put out a new record this year called Inside Problems, and we're going to close out the episode with a song called Eight, which ironically is the ninth track on the record. Anyway. (laughs) uh, All right, Q. Join us next week as we continue our countdown of the best of 2022, as far as we're concerned. Thanks as always for listening, everyone. My name is Travis. And I'm Quentin. See you guys next week.
6: For her gun to slumped in the corner Three's making a plea For someone to adore her Five is buried alive Six is out on the street Throwing bricks now Seven, let's just skip over seven Shall we and get to eight